0: You're listening to the Real Reading Podcast Half Marathon Special. Hello! Hello. I'm Hugh Bort.
1: I'm Jenny Slevin. And
0: I'm Tom Canning. And welcome to episode nine of the Real Reading Podcast. We're recording this on a Tuesday, the 13th of March. And this week, it's our Reading Half Marathon Special. Uh, if you want to get involved in the show you can follow and write to us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod you can look us up on Facebook by searching Real Reading Podcast we're on Instagram and if you're able to it'd be great if we could have a lovely five star review on Apple Podcasts As I mentioned uh, this week it's our half marathon special uh, Jenny you and I are both doing the half marathon
1: yeah.
0: um, We are We've chucked you out of the room because he's not So
1: <laughs> He's <laughs> he, not in our club
0: He's not in our club it's a special club um, and so this week, all we've got, what we've got lined up, is a few uh, interviews with some people doing the half maths and some tips, uh, and whether you like it or not, you're not going to hear a lot from us. But Jenny, just talk us through how your training's going because I think yours is going a lot better than mine.
1: It has gone really well. I'm feeling really, really excited, um, and I hope I continue to feel excited and in, in the build-up rather than kind of pukey and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think yeah, the furthest um, I'll have run. Or I have run is, is ten miles, and I kind of feel like three miles on top of that is nothing, is it? No, I get to no, ten no. miles, and I'm like, oh, I can't carry on. it's only another five k. It's just like a park run around around Reading. So yeah, I'm, okay. and I'm hoping that the crowd will cheer me on, and yeah, you know they're all cheering my name, um, <laughs> and just kind of really uh, kind of rev me up for it. So yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with how my training's gone, and I have to say it is all credit goes to. Um, both the park run and the sweatshop Yellow yeah. Army me because without them I don't think I'd have done, I'd have done it. I am absolutely useless at motivating myself. And more often than not, if I go for a run by myself I end up just like I'll just give up yeah. there's, there's no one there's it's no one around to, to see me. Yeah. It's not embarrassing whereas <laughs> when I'm with Woodley Park run and and the sweatshop guys like you just you, you know everyone's in it together so yeah, with without those two organisations in Reading, and I know I spoke to them in the first op- spoke about them in the first podcast I I uh, appeared on. But with, without them, I really wouldn't have uh, wouldn't be feeling as confident. I don't think. So thank yeah. you guys. Well, I think
0: I think that's 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 really nice of you to to point out and pick those people out because I mean I. I I have run, and I have been running before, and I've, I've, as we've talked about, you and I, have done the half marathon a couple of times now, and it's incredibly difficult at times to motivate yourself. My wife will tell you that I'm one of the worst people for going out for a run because it will take me an hour to get ready. I don't take an <laughs> hour to get ready for anything. It's not like I'm doing my hair or anything. I'm just like just trying to get out of it any way that I can, and it's it's so it's, so it's a real mental thing trying. Sometimes getting out, especially if you're not a natural runner mm. or you've not been doing it for. You know for very long i mean when when i first started it was when, it was great i got out all the time because i was so terrified of finishing last now the reality is that you're not going to finish last unless unless something horrible happens which you know fingers crossed um all, all will be well i think the best bit of advice that someone said gave to me especially about the reading half marathon i forget who it was so apologies if you're listening to anyone i told him that um Get to ten miles. Do when you're in your training, do ten miles and the last three, the, the audience, the crowd will just carry you around. Or at some point if you're struggling the crowd will carry mm. you around. I know just from experience doing it before, the crowd is just phenomenal. Compared to doing it like, like the Bracknell half marathon, you know, no offense, the mm. Bracknell half marathon, it's a great half marathon. Um, but it doesn't have people all around the course clapping you all the way around, which Reading does. I'm just does. not
1: sure the Reading crowd will be as good this year though, because I'm usually in it. And without me, I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if they'll hold up.
0: I think it was two years ago I ran past <laughs> you, was I? I think I think that was the case.
1: I, I love going out to watch Reading Half yeah. Marathon, so I, I, I'm hoping I enjoy running it as much as I do going to watch it.
0: I so just um, if I if I can just put a message out there, I have a very very specific message, and it's for Network Rail now. I don't know. I don't, you're wondering where I'm going with this. So two years ago, so think, think. About, two years ago, you know, gone to bed nice and early, prepping, just, just ready for the, ready for the race in the morning, and I'm, I'm getting a nice early night, and then suddenly, network rail out of nowhere start the piling work on the, <laughs> on the, on the field line at the back of my house, and we know it's not. They've done nothing up until this point, and they decide on the night of the half marathon, when ten thousand people across Reading are getting ready to go and do a race. They start the bloody piling work. That's do you know what that's the first sweat. But I was so annoyed. Couldn't it went on for hours, and I would just like them just not to do it this time. it yeah. would been marvelous. Please, so please, please never well rail. Well, don't do that. <laughs> um, okay, that's enough of us prattling. Um, let's let's get some interviews. Hopefully, we've got someone from Sweatshop. We have pre-recorded this, so I couldn't tell you right now if we've got someone from Sweatshop on. <laughs> so uh, let's let's just see how we go. Okay. Uh, Thanks, Jenny. I'll see you at the end.
1: See you at the end.
0: with serious runners, fun runners, first-time runners, and tenth-time runners. Uh, I'll introduce each one as we go through, um, and I'd hope the sound quality is good enough. All of these had to be recorded on uh, on a mobile phone for, for a variety of reasons, but um, hopefully it'll give you a little bit of insight into what it's like to run the half-marathon, a few tips and tricks, um, and just, you know, enjoy the interviews. First up, it's Alan Williamson from Sweatshop Reading.
2: Alan,
3: um, so Sweatshop and the half marathon, how long has that been going on? Uh, oh, crikey, now you've got me. I've <laughs> been straight away <laughs> with an answer I'm not sure of. Uh, a long, long time. I mean, certainly from, from the the point of view, of, I've I've been in the, the company for about four years now, and it dates back way, way beyond that. I mean, Reading Half Marathon's been going for, oh, I think some in the region, about 30 years, and Sweatshop has been involved as far back as I can remember, so probably even back to day one.
2: So what, what is Sweatshop doing towards the race itself? What, I know you've, one of our colleagues, Jenny, who's on our podcast with us, she's been doing Sweatshop runs of, of an evening. So what, what happens, uh, what, do, what does Sweatshop get up to?
3: Right, so uh, the, the initial sort of part of the process is that part of our company overall is an events team, which actually does put on the events uh, for the actual half marathon and a couple of other events across the country as well. Um, so to link in with that, um, we certainly this time of year, have a um, some training run. So we do Sunday mornings, so we build up the training um, to try and take people who aren't runners or are starting out as runners and build them up so they're happy with the distance. But actually, the, the thing that Jenny's been doing is, is something that we do separate to that, which is that right. they, uh, um, basically training runs, uh, a, a social running group. So we, we put on a couple of different runs on the evenings, um, targeted firstly, uh, uh, sort of newer runners who want to run in a social environment don't feel confident enough that they're running to go and join a club but don't want to just keep going out on their own. So we do a a very, very popular 5K, which is our Tuesday run. But on top of that as well, to try and keep um, people being able to evolve and to try and build on what they're doing with the 5K, we then also do a Monday run, which is targeting to try and get people's level from that 5K so that if they then might want to push up to a slightly longer distance, a 10K or a half marathon. So it's it's then just a, a stepping stone to something further. Yeah. Um, so, so that's now something we've been doing, or the company has been doing for, oh, cracky, I, I think that's got to date back at least 10 years or so. And then the, the, the training runs are something that's kind of come off the back of that. So it's then, well, we've got a half marathon on our doorstep that we're heavily involved in. So the logical thing is then to try and help people who are doing that. And because running sure. is such a fabulous event with the, um, uh, with the, the amount of participation and the, the amount of spectator support there. It is one a lot of people look at doing as their first event because it's such a popular thing. So, yeah, to try and help those people get to a point where they feel confident enough to run without, um, <laughs> well, without fear of embarrassing themselves.
2: Yeah, because it, it's, it's quite a thing, isn't it, to be able to get up and go for a run yourself on your own and just around your street and your block and all of that sort of thing. I and mean, then to suddenly do it surrounded by a minimum 10,000 other people, that's quite a quite a thing, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I think it's probably best not to tell people that as well because they're yeah. terrified the hell out of them. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, but it is—it's—it's it's one of the reasons everyone wants to do it, or certainly a lot of the people out there look at the fact that they've got all those spectators. Most people who do the event have seen the event go through, and they're like, "Wow, I'd love to get involved in that." It, you know, just the atmosphere is incredible. Yeah. Um, and you you're absolutely right. its a, it, its quite a daunting prospect. It's something that most people have within them. There's very few people that i ever speak to that don't have the ability to do it um but actually getting to the point where you feel confident enough that you can do it and that's kind of what we like to try and do. we're here to try and kind of uh just make people feel happier and give them some confidence and a lot of what we do is really about that getting people in the right shoes and and the right kit is is part of yeah. that process but then actually giving some self-belief and saying yes you can do this it's it's possible <laughs> you look at half marathon you see the people going past it's not a bunch of elite athletes. They're the guys yeah. that we've passed and you can't even see what they look like. But the rest <laughs> of the people, they're normal people. They're you and I. They're, yeah. they're, they're people who just fancy a challenge or like to go for a run and, and then think, well, hang on, I can do that. I've seen people yeah. older than me, people bigger than me, people smaller than me. And and so, yeah, just just giving that bit of self-belief and a bit of confidence. That's what really the uh, the key part of what we do is, I think. Thanks, Alan. Um, a couple of t- any tips for the last couple of days just leading up to the race? Oh, don't just don't change things. Really, keep it yeah. simple. Everything that ev- all the hard work has been done up until now, and the worst thing that p- people can do is sort of oh, I've read this. I should try that. I should do this. No. If, if it's worked up until now, stay yeah. with it. It's uh, change is the worst possible thing. And just the last question I want to ask you: What's your favourite part of the half marathon? Oh, it's got to be the stadium. You, no matter what you do, finishing in that stadium is electric. It's incredible. Um, the support on the high street is, 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 is awesome, but the noise in that stadium, because from the outside you can barely hear it, but you come through that entranceway and it's off. sends a shiver down <laughs> your spine. It, it, it is it. now. Even now, just thinking about it, it just, made, it just <laughs> makes me want to go and run into that stadium because it is fantastic. It is pretty special. I, I've done that a couple of times myself. It, it's pretty special. You, well, you can't hear yourself think, though, can you? No, you
2: can't. No, no. You, and you, you, to be honest, by that point, you're too tired to even think about anything, so... Yeah. Um, and it's good to find a sprint finish though. Yeah. Oh, you would get it from somewhere. It appears out yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. You didn't think you could move ten minutes ago, and uh, and right. then and
3: then there he <laughs> Yeah, as I've seen some people falling in through the uh, through the entrance way into that stadium, and then suddenly head picks up, shoulders back, right. Yeah. And 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 then off they <laughs> go. Exactly. And are you doing it yourself this year? Uh, no, no. Um, for uh, for uh, a bit of variety, I've got a couple of other runs planned this year. So unfortunately being such a popular time of year for events um, in an attempt to try to do some of the other ones that I've been missing out on in recent years. I've decided to take a, a supporting role this year, so I'll be out on the streets, and uh, I've got a couple of other bits lined up that I need to get my training uh, sorted out for. Okay, Alan, thank you very much for your time. All right, that is absolutely no trouble at all. Cheers, we'll speak soon. Right, excellent. Well, I hope you get. Are you in? Are you supporting out on the day, or are you?
2: Um, no, I'm actually doing it this year. So. You are
3: actually Ah, Brilliant.
2: Yeah, I've, my my training has been pretty dreadful, but uh, I'm I'm going to get out there. and I'm going to give it a go. So we'll see. <laughs> well, I said
3: there'll, there'll there'll be plenty of people out there willing you along, and uh, and plenty oh, of yes. other people uh, alongside you that will be seeing uh, <laughs> you up as well. I'm sure. So i will sure it'll be well. Hopefully, the day is nice because.
2: Uh, I I always enjoy it no matter,
3: matter what. So yeah it's always well,
2: enjoyable the lighting is is always a helpful hand. <laughs> yeah <laughs> It'll, uh, it, it as i say it's always it's always enjoyable to do, and just seeing all the people around there it's 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 fantastic to to be involved in, so just looking yeah. forward and to, and, then,
3: and then you'll get overtaken by a by a, a six foot dinosaur or something oh God yeah, and, and then yeah. I'll put a smile on your face and then you're, yeah. you' yeah or, or up. something <laughs> like that, yeah exactly, yeah. and then
2: you just think, oh well. I'm not going to win it this year. Maybe next year.
3: No, that's it. Yeah, there's, all, <laughs> there's always a the next year. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, as long as you can keep up with these elite athletes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the great thing, isn't you No matter what level you're at, there's always going to be someone out there that's faster or slower than yourself. And, yeah. And that's yeah. It's, it's just enjoyable because of that. And uh, no, no one's out there to win it. Well, only about two or three people out there. Yeah.
2: The
0: rest yeah. out
3: there just to enjoy it and get
0: round. Yeah. Have a nice
3: look at Reading
2: on the way round.
3: Yeah, well, apart from the A33, it's generally quite. Yeah, it's,
2: it's a beautiful
3: road. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that bit. God, uh, yeah, I, I, everyone does. And at least one advantage of the uh, as of about three years ago when they changed the, the, yeah. the course so that you don't yeah. have that little loop down there. That, that was that, that made everyone a lot happier. Yeah, that that bit was just dreadful because you got there and you could see the stadium and then and then
2: oh. I've still got to go down here
3: for a mile and back. Well, that's it. I mean, literally, you oh. get to the end of the road, you, you're on the edge of the stadium, and there's yeah. the 12-mile mark, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. no. Oh, still got a mark yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's mindlessly soul-destroying that, but yeah. Um, I kind of, I guess, in a way, it sort of makes the stadium even better when you go in, but yeah, yeah I think I prefer the, the not having to deal with it kind of side yeah. <laughs> All right. Cheers, Alan. Thank you very much.
0: Next is Matt Brown, uh, who, amongst other things, is a sports massage therapist. And Matt just wanted me to mention Liz Joseph from Bibbs, uh, who you'll hear all about in the interview itself. But she, he says she has been instrumental in organising everything for the runners and helping them with fundraising ideas. So uh, without further ado, here's Matt.
2: Hi, Matt. Thank you for talking to us about the half marathon. Do you want to tell us what, you, uh, what you're up to this year?
0: Uh, yep,
4: so um, I'm supporting a charity called BIBS, which is Babies in Buscot Supports. So that's the neonatal unit at the Royal Berkshire Hospital. Uh, they've got a team of around 65 runners running the bed and half marathon this year with a target of raising around £40,000 to buy some new equipment, some incubators for the, for the neonatal unit. Um, basically, I've been helping, supporting them. I'm a, I'm a leader in running fitness. And a, a sports uh, massage therapist, so I've been um, providing advice and guidance um, for the for the for those 65 runners um, via uh, via Facebook, really, and and, and some face to face stuff to try and get them through the training and um, get over their nerves before the big day.
2: <laughs> how uh, how are they getting on?
4: Um, on the whole, they they you know they're doing they're doing really well. We've had a couple of people, you know, I think when you've got such large numbers, you're going to have a few people that. Unfortunately, you pick up some niggles or some injuries on the yeah. way, or some illnesses I mean they can't do it. But actually, the group, the page has worked really well. Everyone's been supporting each other. Um, you know, a few people have taken on all of the tips I've given them. Some people have taken on a few tips, but it's, um, it seems to have really worked well for them. I think everyone's sort of pumped up for the day, as long as the uh, the weather stays nice.
2: Sounds like such a good cause, and uh, forty thousand pounds isn't to be sniffed at. So, if there was ever any encouragement needed, it seems like um, like that kind of financial gain for the hospital itself and the charity uh, is quite a thing.
4: Yeah, I mean, I've, I think we all know sort of the situation, in it just again. And um, my 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 daughter was, was was in the hospital three years ago. She was in for twelve weeks, and we know how important the staff and the equipment on that on that ward is. Um, so you know everything we can do to raise any funds and raise more awareness of what, what goes on up there is, is 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 whatever we can do really.
2: Are you uh, are you running the race yourself?
4: Nope. So I am
2: um,
4: providing pre and post race uh, post race massage for the for the guys on the team on the day. Yeah. So I've I've got myself and a couple of students who are doing the course that I qualified on a couple of years ago, uh, joining me in the charity tent on race day. Um, just sort of try and help warm the runners up before the race. Check out any niggles they may they may have. Um, maybe do some some running repairs if need be, and then um, give them all a well-deserved rub
2: down afterwards as well. Those uh, those all sound like things that I'm going to need uh, yeah. <laughs> on, on, on Sunday morning. I must admit. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's helpful. Is it uh, is it something? Is, is, is the the is it? what you said, the, the charity tent is it open to? Yeah. Anyone, or is it is it just is it just for people in your group? I think it's
4: open for anyone who's running for particular charities. I think it's, right. a, it's one of the large tents that's got got room for, for most of the big charities, I believe.
2: Is this uh, so? Is this the first time you've done something like this?
4: Yeah, um, so I've run the event um, three or four times myself. Unfortunately, yes. I've not run the newer course. Um, where they are taking out that last horrible mile um, yeah that, that mile I think a lot of people
2: have said that was that was definitely the worst bit of it but, uh, yeah. that kind of getting to the stadium and then um, and then and then kind of realising you've still got Turning a mile about, to go yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
4: but I've, I've done some um, some race massage before as part of a team this is the first time I've actually led a team of people to to actually provide it, um, I was talking to to one of the, the well, one of the main workers at the charity, Sarah um, last year, and she sort of said, "Oh, they'd had to pay to get massage therapy for last year," and I was like, "Well, yeah. I'm qualified. I want to support you, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll do it
2: free of charge for you." So um, that's uh, no, that's great. That's really yeah. good of you. Um, do you have any kind of last minute masseur based tips uh, for anybody who is doing the half marathon? And I'm being quite selfish here.
4: Yeah, you know,
2: <laughs> that's fair enough. I think um, I think the tips I've been giving the team
4: really are, you know, don't worry about your diet too much. And you know, we all talk about carb loading, but there's only yeah. so much carbohydrates your body can actually store. So the diet you've been having has got you through your training. You don't need to do much di- different before the day. Keep yourself really hydrated in the last few days building up to the to the race. You've not been good at drinking water. So try and make an effort for the last sort of, four days before the race. Um don't wear any new gear, you know, always running stuff that yeah. like you've got running yeah. before, because that can cause all sorts of chafing and other sort of nasty <laughs> nasty injuries. You'd be surprised the amount of people that are wearing brand new kit, and particularly trainers yeah. on, on, on the starting line, which is a bit of a bit of a no-no. Um, I think, you know, just before the race, engage in the pre-race warm-up, if you can do. Don't, don't stand there doing the sort of stretches you would do after a race, because that's not what you need to do. You need yeah. to get your body moving and, and ready to run, so... Um, yeah, all the dynamic sort of movements and stretches you can do and then I know they provide a warm-up on the start line So you know, don't be yeah. embarrassed and join in uh,
2: and, and as someone who has run the race before, uh, what was your favorite part? This is the last question.
4: I think um, I know It's a really well-supported race it's one of the best supported races I think I've ever run But I think when yeah. you come under the IDR and that steel band is playing yeah, that really gets the uh, gets the blood pumping, and now it's a bit longer into the race. I think that's probably what you
2: need to get you through the sort of yeah. last six miles. It's it, 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 that that little part of town is it's great. It's probably the only time that you're ever happy to kind of go under that little. Piece. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> horrible. And it's the now. one that everyone talks about. You talked about Reading and how well it supported everyone.
4: Mentioned that band under the bridge, yeah. and I think it's well, almost
2: like the. Uh, it's, it's almost like the trademark of the race in a yeah. way. <laughs> and they usually they, they have another one up toward up down the A34, don't they? I think there's normally yeah. something else along.
4: Yeah, yeah. Again, I think they sort of try and have something there as well. Um, yeah,
2: because that's a long old slog that bit. It is. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did I mean the A33? No, I mean. Yeah, yeah, The A33. A33 yeah. Sorry.
4: Yeah, that. Last I meant the bit. A. Yeah.
2: The A33. Yes. <laughs> no. That's a, That's above and beyond the Call of Duty out not not there fair. <laughs> Uh, Matt, is there anything you wanted to add?
4: No, I just hope that everybody has a, a really good day on on the on the day. I mean, I think everyone's been training through some some horrible weather in the last couple of weeks and months. So, you know, whatever the weather throws at us on on Sunday can't be any worse. But um, you know, just trust in the training that you've done um, and, and enjoy yourself. Because end of the day, you know, whether you're going for a PB or you're raising money for a charity, which I know a lot of people will be doing. You just gotta enjoy yourself, smile, and, and take all you know, the encouragement you'll get from people along the along the way, because that's um that that's what I want to be looking for.
0: Thanks very much, Matt. Thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you. Next is Bailey Tustin, who is doing something quite incredible. I'm not going to give you any spoilers right now, but uh, Bailey, uh, in his day job, is a PGA golf professional, according to his Twitter page, but also uh, a West Ham United. Uh, season ticket holder and i suppose someone has to be so um without any further ado uh, here's bailey
2: how are you doing hi bailey yeah yeah good good to speak to you tom and you and you thank you for uh, taking the time to uh to come and talk to us now i understand that you are dribbling a basketball all around the half marathon course this weekend that's mad yeah as crazy as it sounds um um yeah absolutely i wanted to uh do something a little bit different and um, having run many half marathons and a few full marathons um, and picking up an injury sort of around Christmas just knew I wasn't going to be sort of breaking any of my own personal (laughs) records Um, and as opposed to just kind of run around um, and make the numbers up really just wanted to do something different and um, yeah with my uh, involvement with the Reading Rockets uh, basketball club. They have a, a Rocket Foundation which um enables the coaches to take um the game out to the community and, and to help um certainly underprivileged kids and uh, those that can't otherwise afford um, you know, to get into the game the opportunity to play. Um so thought about raising a few quid for, for them and um yeah. Obviously, uh, raise the profile of the club and, um, and dribble the ball around. So, uh, yeah, it's uh it's an interesting one. Yeah, that's uh, certainly. Is, is it? Have you just got the one ball? I know that sounds like a silly question. I just, what, what if it runs off somewhere, or is it just a case of going and picking it up again? Or
3: <laughs> yeah, good happen?
2: question. Because a uh, good question because a a, a, da, a fellow uh, supportive parent who um, is my oldest is, is actually plays for one of the. Uh, running Rocket Junior teams. He actually said if you you know you're gonna have a strategically placed basketball somewhere on the course so you can swap over to or you know, <laughs> thinking that it, it might wear out or something. Yeah. Um but no, I'm just going with one. You know, I'm just okay. going for it. If yeah, I've got to keep control of it and um yeah, I'm hoping someone doesn't come past and think it you know, finally giving it a kick or something from yeah. behind when I don't see see them. But uh yes yeah, it. If it runs away from me, I'll have to catch it up and, and <laughs> get going again. <laughs> um, I, I was just, I was just thinking maybe we could uh, just appeal to uh, any of the the three, the three or four listeners of the podcast that if they do see you, maybe they could just bring a basketball with them just in case. No, just a little pat on the back, or maybe yeah. just um, <laughs> off, offer to dribble it for yeah. a couple of hundred oh, meters. Yeah. Give my arms a rest, you know, because <laughs> because obviously for for most of us doing it, it's going to be a case of our legs are going to really hurt by the end. But for you, I guess your arms are going to hurt as well. Um, Possibly, yeah. Haven't haven't <laughs> done a haven't done a bit of dribbling, um, yeah, of, of the basketball type. Yeah, um, yeah. I've worked <laughs> out kind of a kind of a a bit of a. a the best strategy for me personally to alternate. Yeah. Actually, I'm finding it quite uh, getting into a good rhythm. Actually, going from left to right quite frequently, so not sort of staying on staying on my stronger right hand side, yeah. um, to even up the uh, the the stress, as it were. So, uh, so the Reading Rockets. Now, I'd, not everybody will be entirely aware of the Reading Rockets, but they play out Rivermead, don't they? Rivermead Leisure Centre. Their home games predominantly at Rivermead. They also yeah. um, occasionally play at the Bowhunt School in okay. uh, in Arborfield. But yeah. they are in the uh, process of of looking to get a a permanent home. Oh wow! Um, it's a great it's a great um, family run club. Yeah, uh, wonderful people. Um, really great ethos, great setup, not just are they trying to sort of develop um better basketball players but, you know, better young people as well and, and yeah. to really have good you know, have a good moral uh standing there and it's, yeah. it's it's a superb club and they they go do so much good work through the through the area. Exactly. So sense? I would encourage anybody that's interested to to absolutely get in touch and um, you know, in some way get involved if they want to give it a go. No matter, you know, male, female, young, old, there's something available for everybody. So is that, is that going to be in Reading? Are you looking to stay in Reading, or is it going to be somewhere else? No, absolutely it is it is yeah. Reading Rockets is is staying in Reading. Yeah. Um, there is a it's early days. I've spoken to um, the the chairman, and he's you know a, a site is earmarked, and they're looking oh, at wow. the planning. Um, so yeah, they've got aspirations. They play. NBL um Division One, which is a, a very respectable standard, but the, the top league in, in Britain is the BBL. Yeah. Um so that's where they, they want to be. Um with obviously the support to uh, to go with it. So they need a, a venue that is uh worthy of that. Yeah. So uh I see you've raised fifty four percent of your, your five hundred pounds target um well that was again that was just i was just on the treadmill um at my local um, health club just getting a a little session in and that's when it just came to me you know and it was only literally two three weeks ago um the idea came to me about not just running around and and doing it and i spoke i spoke to the director of coaching and he loved the idea (laughs) um so it was kind of a last minute thing whereas I, i appreciate a lot of fundraisers have been you know at it since the new year um so yeah, whatever we can get to help yeah. support the uh the foundation um is fantastic. Anything's a bonus really. Well I mean that's great. you have be two hundred and seventy pounds towards a five hundred pound target already, so that's that's not that going. Yeah, I've been promised a little bit more to come in, so that's if we can get closer good. to the five hundred then that'd be <laughs> that'd be great. That's great. So have you have you done the race before? I think you mentioned earlier. I've, barely, done, you've I've, done, the race I've done Reading. I've done reading about fourteen times. Oh wow. Yeah, I've okay. been yeah, I've been quite you know, I've taken running very seriously yeah. um over the years and um yeah, it was at times when I would be training very, very seriously to uh you know, really try and get a decent time. Yeah. Um so yeah, I know the I know the course very well. It's a fantastic half marathon, it's it's really well run, it's really well supported, so um yeah, there's no better one to do than uh you know, dribble a ball around, and, and the Reading one. <laughs> I'd uh, i very much agree with you there. Um, if I can just ask the final question that I've been asking everybody. Um, what's your favourite part of the Reading half marathon?
3: Um,
2: the downhill bit. <laughs> 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 um, and the finish. Um, Finished. No, yeah. it's all good in its own right. You know, it's it's some really well supported areas. Um, there isn't one. I don't think there is one sort of out, will outstanding kind of moment that, that yeah. sticks out in my head as my favourite. You know, there's a couple that I've, are, I'm not overly keen on, <laughs>
4: um,
2: but we want to stay away from the negative. Yeah. Um, yep. I guess running through, I guess running through the town, the, the main yeah. bit as you come through the Oracle. Yeah. Because the crowds are really, uh, you know, condensed and, and very, um, very well supported around there. So it's, it's a nice, nice atmosphere there. Yeah. Oh, it certainly is, and it? it really does keep keep you going and keep you moving. So, um, yeah. Okay, Bailey. Well, good luck on uh, on Sunday. Uh, wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you uh, very much.
0: Next on the list is. Uh Ben Martin Dye, who is a serious runner, he's sadly not taking part this year, but I uh, thought we'd just get the viewpoint from someone who's usually at the the front end uh, of the of the race. Uh, so uh, here we go. Uh, ben Martin Dye.
2: Hi Ben, how are you doing? I'm alright somehow you. We were we were just talking before the call. Um, putting you down as an advanced runner. What does that what does that mean?
5: Um well I'd like to think I'm behind well was once in at the end day, behind the um, the L eight runners. So um, yeah, I've got a marathon PB of, um, 240 and a half marathon of 1.13, so, um... Was, the, what, yeah. was that, that was your, your personal best for half marathon 1.13? Where did you do that? That's right, that's, um, that was Wokingham, uh, but, well, are on about the good old days now, but, uh, <laughs> two, yeah, 2010, so, it's a while ago now. A little, yeah, not, well, not that long ago, not that long ago, <laughs> really.
2: Um, how many times have you done the run half marathon?
5: Uh, I'm up to 10 now, um... Wow. Yeah, and yes, right. Yeah, started two thousand and two uh, when it started at the Rivermead Leisure Centre. Yeah, and um, yeah, up to ten. So um, always a good event. Enjoy it every year. Uh, you're not doing it this year, though, are you? I'm not. No, I've had um had a bit of an injury for the last year and a half, at Achilles problems. Um, so that's been driving me a bit mad. But um, <laughs> yeah, hope I hope to
2: um be back next year and do it next year. It'd be great to see you about there, make it number eleven um ten times though I mean, what drives you to do it that many times? I'm on my fourth time, and I'm, I'm i'm just struggling a little bit for the for the kind of motivation, but what drives you to to get out of bed and get on with
5: it um it's just a matter- marathon. I've always liked um you've got the stadium finish at the end. I think you know, you know everyone loves a stadium finish, don't they really?
1: um
5: yes. you yes. can hear the crowd kind of. About 400 meters from the end, and um, you know, gets the heckles. So, if I had hair on the back of my neck, you know, it would be up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the crowd's brilliant. So I just like, like to come back every year. What's the what's your best? What's the best thing about the
2: race? What do you love?
5: What the, the half itself? Yeah. Um, just the the, 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 the Redding one. Yeah. Just the buzz. You know, from the moment you get there. You know, you, you, you obviously I'm in the club. So you, you know, you meet me at the beginning. Have a matter, you know, seeing who's going for a PB and who isn't. It's just a good, good, good feel to the
2: race. Thank thanks, Ben. Uh, one tip for um, for getting from like from from your point of view, from getting from like a fun and fitness runner to yeah. to what to what we'd call uh, like an advanced runner, like yourself. How yeah. how, have you, how did you go from like how did it all start for you? Um, well, I mean, no, I used to follow
5: schedules. I think there's a lot of schedules kicking around out there now for half marathons, 10Ks, marathons. And uh, li- literally, I used to follow it to the letter of the law. You know, if I had to go out and run five miles, then I'd do it. And um, I basically, just became my downfall. Because um, if you get niggles, you know, you- you're thinking, oh, right, I've got to go out and run. I've got to go and do that. But I've learned now, if you've got a niggle, just have a rest. That's the best thing you can do. You know, a day's not going to hurt you
2: yeah um so have a rest and then just start up again really and what uh what about anybody just who's who's doing the run the race on sunday have you got any any last minute bits of advice for them oh crikey
5: um
2: start up slow um yeah I've, I
5: think... I've seen all over the years everyone hairs off like there's a pot yeah. of gold at the end of the day just just bide your time stick to your plan um if you go off slow you'll be passing those runners later on so uh that's what I would say. I mean I know there's I think there's a hill at at Reading between two and two and three miles. So yeah. uh, that's just relaxing for that. You yeah, yeah. you're gonna lose time up there.
2: Um just get to the top and then just run your own race. So you sort of enjoy yourself really. Um yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll certainly be toward the back, so uh, I'll be uh, I'll be enjoying myself certainly.
3: Oh no, that's all right.
2: Yeah, I think if there's another hill at nine, get over that and then
5: the rest of it's downhill. Yeah. So, and you've got the stadium.
3: That's great. Thank you very
4: much for your time, Ben.
5: Um,
4: okay, well, cool.
0: So this uh, now is Katie Gumbrell, who is a bit like Matt earlier, taking on a bit of a challenge. She's been running Reading Half Marathon fairly regularly over the last 10 years, but I think has switched it up this year. You'll, uh, you'll find out why in a moment.
2: Hello, Katie. How are you doing?
6: I'm very well, thank you. Yes, how are you?
0: i
2: not too bad, not too bad. Getting a little bit nervous. Uh, it's obviously only a couple of days away now. I don't know how you're feeling at all.
6: Um very nervous, especially about the weather, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I
2: can't do anything about that. <laughs> no, no. I'm in a small part of my mind is thinking, come on, a little bit of snow. Let's just call it off. Let's just call it all off. And we'll all just go and have a pint and a sit down and let's stop being so silly
6: yeah have a have a nice sit down yeah i don't know i think my main concern is really for jenny to be honest in the weather. yeah I'll,
2: I'll
6: i'll run in anything but um but she can't do anything to keep herself warm so yeah it might just be that she has a you know a full face balaclava and uh and lock of hand yeah. warm and strategically placed about the wheelchair and, and hope for the best but it'll, it'll be uh, decision whether or not we go so
2: yeah, yeah well <laughs> this is a thing isn't it Let's tell you what let's let's uh let's just let's just go back to the start let's talk about jenny let's talk about why you're doing this I so see from your uh from your page uh your fundraising page that um, you've done a bit of running for the last ten years or so and you've taken on this, this incredible or silly challenge of pushing your sister around. So just, just talk <laughs> me talk me through uh talk me through why you're doing this and and, yeah. and and the purpose of it.
6: Okay, well um I don't think I'm I'm telling any great family secrets by saying we, we both come from a, lot, a long line of couch potatoes. Um <laughs> active in other ways, but but we're not we're not a sporty family really at all. Um and ten years ago I decided to take up running and um, did my first reading half marathon because somebody once told me I couldn't. Um and I've been running ever since. I'm now a qualified coach with England Athletics, run my own running club, I volunteer with Reading Roadrunners and various other things. Um and then at some point last year, um Jenny was having a bit of a tough time with it. Her MS was steadily progressing and getting worse. One of us said to the other one, she insisted on me, I think it was her let's do running half marathon together um and then we spent the next few months hoping the other person was going to drop out or say no let's not um and it got to the point where we started training then we started telling people we were going to do it and now it's on sunday
3: (laughs) yeah yeah
6: (laughs) so so we are
2: yes (laughs) so it's um it feels like it's as much for 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 you as it is for it is for jenny um what you what you guys are up to? Are you close as sisters?
6: As we're close now. We didn't used to be. Um, I think our dad is, is pretty surprised that we've been able to bear each other's company for as long as we have <laughs> on our uh, on our runs. But um, I think it's actually been really good fun. We've, we've had to stop at points. I've had to stop running because we've been laughing so hard yeah. um, about various things that we remember from when we were young and things like that. So it, it's been really, really good for us. For Jenny it's been great because she's been able to be out and about in the in the fresh air without having to worry about how she's going to get there or how she's going to get back um well, the pressure's been on me really but it's um it's been really really lovely for her we've been doing our training along the river um in Reading. Yeah. It's, been, it's been a really nice thing to do so yeah it's been good and it so making, raising a ridiculous amount of money for the for the um, therapy center as well. I was yes, I was just be overwhelmed to that. by that.
2: <laughs> yes, four, looking at your page now, four thousand uh, yeah. and eighty that, six pounds. Yeah. That's uh, you had a target of a thousand pounds, so that's that's yeah. Um, uh, you may if you've listened to our podcast, you may know that our max mm. is dreadful, but I make that three times more than uh, than yeah. what you were hoping yeah. for. Yeah,
6: well, I'm a teacher, so I make it four times more. But I'll, I'll okay, fine, longer. Anna. <laughs> Yeah, so so um yeah, we we thought we put a thousand pounds on it because, you know, that that would be okay. It would be yeah. a good target to have, it'd be nice if we could raise that and it just went on and on and on. We've had <laughs> people from our primary school who were still in touch with um sponsor us. Um, a couple who I babysat for twenty years ago saw saw an article in the newspaper and they've sponsored us. Um, I think maybe because we stayed local, it's it's helped, but there were still lots of people around who who remember us and and things. But it's just, it's been completely overwhelming, completely overwhelming for what is really just a silly thing for us to do. It it doesn't, (laughs) the the physical aspect of it almost doesn't feel like a big deal anymore because we've done the training and... I'm I'm a strong runner, not a fast runner anyway. Um <laughs> it, it kind of it kind of doesn't feel like that much of a big deal, but clearly it is to everybody else and hurrah for them, they've just yeah. been fantastic. It's an amazing thing.
2: So this is for the MS Therapy Centre in Berkshire yeah. Um yeah. so that's uh, where where is that?
6: It's just off the Oxford Road in Redding. It's um okay. it's just beyond sort of Tarhurst side of Barracks, so it's it's very, very local. Um, and they do all sorts of things to support people with MS from from counselling and and therapy to social things. Um, yeah. Jenny's enjoyed being part of their singing group um, and, and all sorts of things. You know, just general day to day help as well with things like how to how to find out about accessible transport and stuff like that. It's been really really good. It's really helpful to Jenny. Really useful.
2: That's, that's really good. So I, I suppose um, what, I, what I was just thinking about is obviously the, the challenges of pushing a. Pushing a wheelchair um, with with another person around around a course. Are there some bits you're a little bit worried about?
6: Um, I don't know. It's it's weird because I should be worried about the big hill going yeah. up to to Shiffield but we've actually done that twice in our training yeah. and done it on the pavement. And yeah. the pavement's really hard because you go up and down yeah. sort of yeah. driveways and and all sorts of other things. We just sort of keep looking at the road longingly and thinking it's so nice <laughs> to get on the road. Because if if drivers think potholes are bad on the road, they should get on the pavement. <laughs>
2: yeah, try driving on the pavement. <laughs> it's
6: yeah. horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous. <laughs> so, so we're quite looking forward to being on the road and, and just being able to run without having to worry about dicked curbs and crossing roads yeah. and and all of those sorts of things. So I'm not I'm not really no I'm not really worried. But maybe I should be. Maybe I've just lost myself yeah. into this sense of yeah, it'll be
2: fine. <laughs> I I suppose at the very worst case for you, you've at least if you're feeling a bit tired, you've got something you can lean on for a bit. So, well well,
6: yeah, absolutely. Stick the brakes on and yeah, yeah. And just, just have a
2: bit of a rest. Yeah.
6: <laughs> I might just hop on down the hill. Well I was
2: thinking, yeah, going down the hill you could just sort of uh, yeah, just like a, like like kids do on the trolleys or something.
6: Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Well we've um, we've discovered that um there isn't a female record, Guinness World record, for pushing a wheelchair around a half right. mountain. So we've applied for this. However, Guinness has stipulated that I need to finish in under two and a quarter hours. That's oh, okay. not going to happen by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> That's just not not even on the radar, especially with the weather forecast. But we're no. going to pretend we're world record holders by the end of it anyway.
2: So oh, I, I I think you absolutely should, and do you know what? We will proclaim you on the podcast uh, in, in a week's time as the world <laughs> thank record you.
6: holders.
2: So thank sort you. Of Guinness. Should we say?
6: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's, it's trouble is it's their game isn't it so they get to make the rules yeah. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's always the problem okay. yes. very mm. true um okay uh so just you, you've obviously done it a few times the question i've just been asking everybody is: there uh, what's your yes. favorite bit of the half the reading half marathon?
6: oh my favorite bit i think my favorite bit is going past the nag's head for lots and lots and lots of reasons
2: yeah i have never
6: ever stopped for beer no. never stopped for beer even though it is my favorite pub in reading i've never yes. stopped for beer um, but I've always had really, really good support there. The first year I did it, they sponsored me and, and there's okay. always a good cheer there. But that's where our dad will be as well.
3: Excellent. So,
6: um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. And that's, it feels a bit like you're on your way then. Eight miles in, come on, we can do Yeah,
2: it. yeah. So yeah. I I, I thought I'd dreamt the fact that they gave out beer. Because right. I, when the first time I did it, I remembered it. And then for the last mm. two times, I was like, I don't remember it at all. So I thought it was mm. a, a figment of my imagination, but I've been no, reliably informed yeah. that you've just confirmed it—that it is—that it, is, yeah, yeah. it is a thing. Um, yeah. I think I might be walking by that point, so I, there's definitely a chance I might stop for a quick, <laughs> quick sit. We should oh, say
6: not had a good training time.
2: Oh, uh, just uh, lack of uh, just will, I suppose. It's been <laughs> bit, it's been a bit difficult to just get up yeah. and go. So it's it's you know. It, it's one of those things, and um, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I will get round one way or the other. So,
6: yeah, uh, that's plan. <laughs> yes, yes. I think even if Jenny decides it's going to be too cold for her and the forecast is not great, um, yeah. I'll probably still just run round with the wheelchair. With
3: I was going to say, do, would you, saying, you? Anyone
6: seen my sister?
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: Lost one, sister. Please return. <laughs> I was just thinking you could have some sort of mannequin or something in there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah um, but
6: Another thing that um, Guinness stipulates is that you have to have a live human being.
2: Oh, okay. In
6: the in the wheelchair, there are lots and lots of rules about what you have right. can and can't do, and what you. But it has to be a live human being. So.
2: As, as yeah. You, it's, it's
6: their game. <laughs> so
2: why can't, why can't they have one category for live human beings and one category for? <laughs> I could say dead human beings, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't um, think I want to do so that. No. so course. Yes, yeah. Yeah, take soft toy instead.
6: that'll be fine. That sounds great. Or a pillow.
2: (laughs) Well, worst case, you can always scoop me up. So um, I'll be near the back somewhere. So I'll happily see. I will look out for
6: you. I will look out for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Katie, thank you very much for your time. Um, You are very welcome. Hopefully if I can cobble this together tonight, this will all be out tomorrow morning.
6: Fab. Excellent look forward to it. Thank Have a you. good run on Sunday. Please, We're lots of you. layers. Good oh, luck to you both. Yes. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye. hope you've enjoyed listening to everybody so far. We are almost there. Um, this next chap is Marek Prashevich, uh, who was born in Reading and currently lives in over in Wickham. Uh, he had to defer his place last year um, for reasons that will be revealed.
2: Uh, hi, Marek. How are you doing?
0: Very well, thank you very much, Tom.
2: I understand you uh, you, uh, you are from Reading yourself originally. Where are you now? Where are you based now? I am. I now live near High Wycombe. Ah, Okay, so this is not too far. So you're coming down on Sunday to take part in the race. Yep, I am. Weather, weather permitting, it seems to yes. cross. Snow <laughs> doesn't um, cause too much trouble. Yes, it's going to be quite an interesting podcast when we put this out because obviously at the start of the week when I was recording some of these, there was obviously no hints that there would be snow. And no. towards the end of the week, as I've been recording these later on in the week, and we're starting to talk about the snow, so I've got to try and work out what to put them in. Yes. Um, but it, it might, make, might make some interesting listening for, for some, of our, some of our many, many listeners um, you had an interesting story that you told me about where, whereby you uh, had a bit of an accident last year and you weren't <laughs> able to take, take time. <laughs> just talk me through what happened I am an idiot so <laughs> I was supposed to run last year's running half marathon which would have been I think three on the trot uh, I've run quite a few in, the, in going back over 30 years um, but just the day before New Year, so that would have been what, December 30th, 2016, I managed to fall over in my back garden. I decided to chase our cat and play a city game. Uh, the cat's got more brains than I have. <laughs> I, uh, I took one step. It was very slippy. I was wearing, well, I wasn't wearing shoes. I didn't even have my heels in the back of a pair of you know, garden sli- yeah. slippers, I think. And I <laughs> slipped. And my left leg bent under me, and I dislocated <gasps> my foot and broke Ooh. my tibia. Oh. Uh, and I spent two weeks in hospital and had two operations. And I That's was in nice. Plaster for all of January, all of February. So I only came out of Plaster about a fortnight before the Reading half marathon yes. last year. So I couldn't possibly run it. I mean, I didn't start walking without a, a brace until about April. And uh, I managed to fill my place. Excellent. So, I um, sorry, carry no, on. No, 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 carry on. So I, um, I you know. Got walking again. Started going back to the gym to use a cycling machine. And in October, November time, I started to run on running machines, not very far, yeah. <laughs> um, and slowly built it up. Um, and I've got, a, you know, I've got a metal plate and half a dozen screws in my leg these days um, yeah. as a result of this. But uh, I can run. So um, fortunately, I've uh, I've managed to get fit enough. To, fingers crossed to run yeah. this year's. I think a few of the people we've spoken to they're sort of kind of uh they're not necessarily uh planning on winning it or anything like that. It's the getting round that seems to yes. be the main thing that's come through and uh, uh yes for me for me, the glory is entirely about finishing yeah. and, and raising money I'm raising yeah. money for a uh, research into lymphatic cancer. Okay. So that that means an awful lot to me. So it's how how, how is that how is that so close to you? I've eleven hundred pounds so far, uh, yeah. plus gift aid. So that's good. I had a target of a thousand. So oh, I'm yeah. very pleased. I'm very pleased with that. I've raised money for this charity a few times because my brother died of non Hodgkin's lymphoma when he was thirty nine. Okay. Uh stunned. I'm sorry to hear that. Um well it, it's it's good that you're able to kind of use the memory as well, I, I guess Yes. To, to, to do something good and it's just fantastic you're back on your feet Yeah, exactly well Andy was um, a Reading lad anyway season kicking yeah. older at the Majeski before that at Elm Park worked for the Prudential you know yeah. lived in Reading his entire life and he ran the first ever Reading Half Marathon and I oh, can wow. remember going to watch him run it
3: what was that like? Um, it started and finished
2: in the university as I recall and I, I, mean, I don't know that many people a couple of thousand probably yeah um so I've, I've run it quite a few since then. I mean, um, I started running it when I was about 19 or 20, and I'm 49 yeah. now. So I've run, I don't know, 13, 14 altogether, maybe. Um, and two years ago, I persuaded his younger daughter to run it with me when she was 18. <laughs> that was the yeah. first time she's able to run. And I think we raised about £5,000 then. Oh, oh wow. Memory. So that was really good. Uh, but she swore after she'd never, ever do it again. And she's been <laughs> true to her word. She has never even gone jogging again.
3: Ah, well,
2: she, you know, she hated it so much.
3: So I, I, I'm going have,
2: solo this year. Uh, well, it's good to have, you know, it's good to say things and stick to them, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna face them, yeah. That's a, that's quite an achievement, even just doing it once. I mean, I know, yeah, I know indeed. myself from, from going round. It's it's certainly an achievement, even just just getting round the thing. Um, so have you you've you've obviously finished in the stadium before you've done you've done the race. I sports. have. I've, um, I've, I've, yeah. I've been doing it so long that I've done the course that start, finished by what was then called Ashmead School down yeah. by um, uh, what's that, the Class Reading Leisure Centre. Yeah. It started and finished by um, River yeah, uh, and has and then moved to the So I've done all, all all different variants of the course. So it's a, if you'll forgive me saying, you're really quite a veteran. Of, uh, mm-hmm. the, yes i am of and i have i have gen- gradually moved down
3: the timings <laughs> so i'm now i think i'm now an orange which i think is the second slowest
2: oh, okay. uh, so pink is only a year or two away uh <laughs> i suspect but i um, mean i used to be able to do it in about 140 something but that was a long yeah. long time ago so if i can get anywhere around 215 i'll be quite chuffed actually That'd i be. i I'd be absolutely delighted if I got that sort of that sort of, <laughs> that sort of sign. That would be. I might not. I'll be, I'd be yeah. happy to get round, but um, <laughs> if I can do two hundred and fifty, that will be that will be just fine. So, so what what keeps you coming back? What what makes you go right? You know what? I'm going to do this. I've done this. I don't know how many times. I'm going to do it again. What makes you do um, that? Well, it's my hometown. Um, obviously, my brother's memory, and yeah. um, doing doing something to raise money in his memory is a is a powerful motivation as yes, well I'm sure it is. it's a great race um, it's a really good course I and mean, there are only two two major hills these days um, yes up um, in Whitley Woods and uh, and then up um, Russell Street and, and the rest yes. is not bad actually the support is brilliant I have to say people of Reading are fantastic they always come out and there's usually you know usually a band outside Leighton Park School there's yes. the one under the flyover on the IDR and you know you, know, you get to know them uh um what's the pub on russell street that serves the Nag's head. Yes, the Nag's head gives you beer so you yeah, know it's great that's really that's really nice as well
3: it's, it's uh, and a also common
2: my mum, my mum's yeah my mum still lives in the town so i can get back to her place for um <laughs> for a bite to eat and a wash up and, and yeah then crawl into the car and drive home and I, I know a few people you know i've still got a lot of friends in the town who will come yeah. out and um and uh and chimmy on which is great as well that's really helpful Okay, so, um, and just the, the question I've been asking everybody that we've we've uh, spoken to, that I've spoken to, um, what is your favourite part of the race? Gosh, do you know, it's, it probably isn't the finish, actually. The, because the reason I don't like the finish is because it's got that little climb up to the stadium. Yeah, just when you uh, think it's all over. And yeah, I don't gotta... like that bit. Uh, I think my favourite bit is probably down Kendrick Hill, because it's down and through the town centre. yeah. Yeah, uh, up to up to um, uh, Russell Street, we have to climb again. Yeah, heard, but I, I like that bit. I like the going looping around the IGR and going up to the Abbey Gateway. I think it's back to the Abbey Gateway now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. and the Long Friar Street. I like that bit, and I like seeing how much the town's changed because I don't. I'm not reading yeah. that often now. Yeah. and the, some of the museums have gone up every time I run through. Yeah. But I think even the uh, on the gateway. I think I saw a picture the other day. I think the scaffolding's come down. So oh good uh, on on the gateway. So and I I, I did check, but it, it's the the, uh, the race still goes through there. So it will be great to run through. It, it's almost a yes. little bit when I think about running through there. It's a little bit. Um, a little bit like running sort of maybe down Pall Mall or something like that or mm. uh, you know or, or in, 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 in Paris or something like that you know where you've got I've, those kind of nice yes. monuments and stuff and you, I believe Jane Austen was, was uh, educated in the gateway wasn't she when it was the Abbey School I've, I think I've heard that yes that I, I might think not be good. true but I mean, <laughs> it's
3: a good story hey, I hope it's true
2: it, it, it's, a, it's a great story and it's not mm. one that I'm going to dispute with you so <laughs> um, Marek thank you very much for taking the time to It's talk a pleasure. To us um, thank you very and much.
5: And good uh, luck on I, Sunday.
2: Thank you. If I can encourage anybody who still fancies going on to just giving and looking looking me up, lots of days in my surname, Marek Prushevich. <laughs> That's P R U S Z E W I C Z. If you put that in and just giving, my page will come up. And um, all every bean goes to um, lymphatic cancer research, and the only money they get is from people raising money for them. So um, yes,
3: Excellent.
2: much appreciated. I, I tell you what, I did forget to ask you. Did you have as a long term? Uh, runner of the running half do you have any any tips, any last minute tips for anybody taking part? I forgot to ask you. Uh, oh, my last minute tip, I guess would be don't go to the too, don't go to start too early. Yeah. Uh, because I think people are generally over and end up thinking it's going to be as cold as people say. Yes. And don't go off too quickly. Yes. Uh, don't get carried away by everybody else running quickly. Much better, I think. And I've made this mistake several times to go off. Yeah. Much better go off slowly and, and and build up. Yeah, take, take it easy, ease into it, and uh, if you're not attempting to win it, then what on earth is the point yeah. in dashing off? <laughs> and also, don't worry if somebody dressed as a giant banana is faster than you. Oh. That always happens, and it is it is humiliating, but, you know, yes. you, you get over but, it. Yeah, you do, because you, you do eventually catch these people up, so... Yeah, I uh, was want- once. Beaten by a man running in a clown suit, including hooped trousers and and long feet, and carrying a heavy bucket of money, and he beat me. Okay. So, oh well. Hey. I think I've been overtaken by a man carrying a fridge. A man dressed in a massive
3: yeah.
2: uh, paper mache rhinoceros yep. suit yep. Um, and all sorts of things. Some of the, some of the some of the fancy dresses, absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> and right, I will I will leave it there, and I will uh, I will wish you the very best of luck, Mark.
0: Last, but uh, by no means least, a very good friend of mine, uh, Simon Blunden, who is going to attempt to run the Reading Half Marathon um, for the first time, and it'll be his first ever marathon. So, uh, Simon, over to you.
2: Hey, Simon, how are you doing? Very well, Tom, are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, I just wanted to point out to the listeners that we are uh, acquaintances of, of some years. Um, how does it feel to be on a, on a podcast by someone you've admired for many, many years? uh admired is a loose term uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it there uh but yeah we've known each other for a long time uh, it's a the bit other thing, strange it is it is isn't it i i also wanted to just say that we were actually trying to get your your girlfriend on who's, who's doing the half marathon um but unfortunately she wasn't keen so you're kind of second best really um yeah story of my life
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um yeah half marathon on sunday are you looking forward to it uh, i am actually um i'm feeling quietly confident as well yeah. um, which uh, is a little bit surprising i'm sure probably come the morning uh the nerves will set in and i'll probably be less um confident but yeah no, i'm feeling pretty <laughs> good at the moment so it's uh it's your so this is your first half marathon isn't it it is first half marathon at the second attempt Yes so what what happened with the previous one because I think um we we're, we're all a little bit worried about the the snow and you may inadvertently set a record I think uh because of of the snow so just to say what happened with the last one Yeah so we are supposed to be doing um the Bath half marathon which was 2 weeks ago and was uh, called off because of the beast from the east and um, yeah, so hopefully uh, better weather on Sunday, and not what they expect it to be. No, it's it's looking cold, certainly. Mm, um, yeah. So what what have you been doing? So I mean, this this being your first one, what's been your what's been like the hardest thing you've had to get through um, to get to get this far? Probably the longest run, um, actually. I suppose. Um, yeah, we, we did um, eleven miles from home in Reading to parents' house in Bracknell, and that was, yeah the hardest bit, actually sort of getting out and going for long runs wasn't too bad, but they're obviously getting progress- progressively more difficult. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think just the long run was probably the hardest thing, which doesn't <laughs> bode all that well for Sunday, but we did it, which is the main thing. So. Uh, has, has anybody sort of talked to you about what it's like running running Half-Mouth? I, I obviously have no idea what it's like to run Bath Half-Mouth, and I imagine that would have been a really amazing setting. But has yeah. anybody sort of talk to you about what it's like running, riding really half marathon? I'll be honest, they've tried to, and I've kind of cut them off. Um, okay. I'd, I'd I'd rather rather not know, um, to be honest. A voyage <laughs> of discovery, just okay. Um, yeah, you know, get get through it, kind of thing for the first one, and then see where we go from there. Okay. Um, yeah. I... I uh, I just I just remember when I did my first one. I I didn't actually live in Reading at the time, and it was really strange. Like there was obviously the route in from from Bracknell where we where we, you and I both mostly grew up. Uh, so you you go in through Cemetery Junction, and so I was very familiar with all of that area and 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 driving like past the Oracle. But mm. other than that, suddenly you're running around a load of places that you've that you've probably never seen before, and it was really really strange.
3: Yeah, strange, I, vent-
2: strange I venture. I venture is probably going to be fairly similar. For me as well because obviously i'm a relatively recent resident of reading um yes lots of r's there um (laughs) alliteration is very good yeah 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 exactly um so it's it's going to be a little bit strange in that sense um for me as well but maybe a little bit less so than it would have been for you coming in from slightly uh, (laughs) unawares Yeah. yeah yeah so so what what's driven you to do this? Because obviously, and I, I know, um, I hope you won't mind me bringing this up. I mean, I know you've had uh, knee issues and knee knee operations in the past. Yeah. Um. So what what's driven you to to do this? Because it's you know it's quite a lot of pressure on the old knees. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's probably not the wisest decision, but um, I, I've actually it's something that I've always wanted to do. Really. Um. I mean, I hope to do a, a full marathon. Um. Right at some stage, providing I hold out you know okay on sunday <laughs> and then beyond but it's just something I yeah so first it's something that i've I've always wanted to do um obviously my girlfriend's always wanted to do it as well yeah. um, and then for uh, other personal reasons we both wanted to do it for charities that were close to our hearts as well okay uh, yeah you know just just a, a, a way of raising money so so can you can you say what those charities were what charities are you doing them for yeah so um mine's the Alzheimer's society um and my girlfriend kate is doing it for the ms society um for me it's my best friend's dad um who unfortunately passed away in january um was diagnosed at a, a rather young age yeah um of just 52 with um dementia um so it obviously they do great work in terms of research and everything like that, so it was just to kind of get on board with that yeah and for for my girlfriend um it's uh the m s society do some work for her, her brother um who doesn't have m s but he has a form of m e um so they just help him with some some treatment, so it was very close to her heart as well, yeah, well, its, it's you know it's great that it's kind of inspired you to 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 get up and, and do this. Um yeah, I just I just wondered, um obviously I've been asking people for their tips, but uh, you know, having run the marathon before, but if this this is obviously your first one, what what sort what's what are you kind of what you're thinking about doing between now and, and Sunday before getting there? Well yeah, um it, it's always a difficult one. So I I we both did um our last light jog today um just yeah. to kind of took the, the legs over. Um and then I'm actually planning on doing a, a session at the gym tomorrow night as well, but yeah. just a, a low impact cycling, just to again yeah. keep the legs moving. Keep and really keeping, after,
3: yeah. yeah, and really after that, just um, relaxing and trying to trying as much as I can to eat well, um, <laughs> yeah, and and not drink anything that's going no, to
2: be the, detrimental. <laughs> the toughest thing will not be having a pint after work tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I'm I'm sure you can agree. Yeah yeah um so we're definitely not meeting up tomorrow no 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 sorry no, guys okay. that. that's all right that's all right i'm um, scratching um, a I, friday night off the list yeah honestly, we haven't managed to meet up <laughs> <laughs> so um what are you most looking for so I, i've been asking everybody uh what their favorite thing about the reading half marathon is that obviously doesn't apply to you but what i will ask you just to finish off because you're going to be the last one on the, on the podcast Um, what is the thing you're most looking forward to about the reading half marathon um, it's, it's probably a massive cliche, but finishing, um, <laughs> and 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 there's a, there's a obviously there's a number of reasons behind that. I know you only asked for one, but the you know crossing the finish line is is the main thing that I'm looking forward to. But that kind of centres around entering the stadium, yeah, seeing um, friends and family um, in the stadium as well, and then just like the atmosphere. So that, that that's it really. That's the reason what what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, Well, well, mate, I wish you the very best of luck. I wish Katie the very best of luck as well. And uh, we'll see you on Sunday. I'm sure I'll be somewhere behind you. So, yeah, well, (laughs) we'll see. (laughs) Okay, Simon, thank you. Cheers, Tom. Thanks a lot. Cheers.
1: Like brilliant people that have just helped us out this week, yeah. and uh, yeah, good luck to those that are running Reading Half.
0: Yeah, absolutely, good luck to everybody that's doing it. Uh, if you see either of us, please say hello. I don't think we'll have any particularly defining clothes <coughs> on, just our regular running gear. So yeah, you know, no,
1: I'm not going to be wearing like a Get Reading sponsored no, t shirt or, or anything.
0: Although, or any I saw pictures of people <coughs> in a bobsled, and I've been run past a man wearing a massive rhino costume. Before, so, uh, <laughs> I definitely won't guys. be
1: carrying a fridge on my back <laughs> like someone was a couple <laughs> oh. of years ago. That's a uh, some of those costumes, I just yeah. don't know how people run in them. How
0: on earth do you get around 13 miles yeah. wearing all of that? I so. mean, we
1: should probably just say really quickly that a lot of people who will be taking part in Reading Half Marathon on Sunday will have been raising money for, yes. for, for charities and for causes close to their heart. So all of those people that have who have uh, who have fundraised, but also that who have donated to people's causes, thank you so much because it. I, Personally, I've been raising money for a charity and it just helps so much knowing that that all those people are backing you. Um, Fantastic
0: reason to just get yourself round, really, in the end. And ultimately, time doesn't matter. Just get yourself round. However you do it, it. just finish. (laughs) Coming into that stadium at the end, you might not even like Reading, you might not be particularly keen on the Medeski, but let me tell you, running into that stadium at the end is probably one of the greatest feelings that you, as an individual, you'll go through.
1: I think there's going to be more cheers in the Medeski Stadium this summer <laughs> than I've <was> heard <laughs> for the entire season. It's going
0: to be awkward now if Reading have won three games in a row by the time this goes out, isn't it? But, you yeah. know, it'll be fine. That was like <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Come on, Reading. <laughs> you ask um, okay so thanks Jenny um, it been great to spend a little bit of time talking to people about the half marathon and obviously uh, some of our own experiences as well um, the usual stuff uh, if you want to get involved in the show you can follow and write to us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod find us on Facebook uh, we're also on Instagram uh, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can that would be brilliant uh, and if you know anyone you think we should interview on the podcast then please, please do get in touch. Um, absolutely no idea who's on the podcast next week. Uh, we'll get round to that at some <laughs> point. Um, That's all for now. We'll see you in Oh, he will be back as well. Yeah, so we'll let him Don't back. worry, don't worry. He will be back. Um, that's all for now.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast Half Marathon Special.